Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath, and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth my body, water my blood, air my breath and fire my spirit. Earth our body, water our blood, air our breath, and fire our spirit, air our breath, and water our blood, air our breath, and fire our spirit, air our breath, and water our blood, air our breath, and fire our spirit, air our breath, and water our breath. Earth our body, water our blood, air our breath and fire our spirit. So we gather on this Celtic festival of Beltane, May Day, a day long associated with celebrations, with, with dancing, with eating and drinking and cheery sociability a festival to welcome spring's new life. Noticeable all around us now, isn't it, here in the Northern Hemisphere of our planet Earth home. And I welcome you, members and friends of Kensington Unitarians joining us on Zoom this morning. A warm welcome also to all members and friends of Green Spirit, a national organization with local groups and, and it's the West London Green Spirit Local Group that has organised today's um, service with Kensington Unitarians today. Welcome also to everyone who may connect with us at a later date by watching this video or reading the script or listening to a podcast. It's been great to hear from people recently who value these other ways of staying connected, so do keep in touch. And if you're a visitor here on Zoom today, well, do feel free to join in as much or as little as you want. We like seeing your faces, but it's just as okay to turn off your camera if that's more comfortable for you. Um, for those of you that I've not met before, I'm Sarah Tinker. I'm uh, retired as uh, minister with this congregation, and I'm still happily involved in assorted ways. It's good to see you all again here today. This festival, Beltane, it's known as a fire festival. Traditionally, people would jump over a fire or lead their animals uh, through it or over it um, as an act of blessing and purification. In Unitarian activities, we often light a chalice flame as a focus and as a symbol used the world over to connect progressive religious groups. So, I invite you now to focus a little while now on this simple chalice flame and to think what fire-like qualities you would like to welcome into your life this morning. Warmth, passion, commitment, connection. Whatever quality that you're choosing, may it rest within you now and strengthen you in life and bless you this spring season. And then in a moment, we're going to hear from 
Petra Griffiths, who some of you know. Petra brings such a wealth of experience of um, eco-spirituality to our West London group. Um, she ends this piece, this recording, by reading a reflection by someone called Alice Codner, called Talking About God. And then we'll show you a video of some beautiful woodland in autumn, and Alice herself is, is reading the piece then. Both Alice and Petra are part of eco-spirituality group at St. James's Piccadilly. We asked ourselves, why are we involved with Green Spirit as an organisation? The answer for me is that it's really important for me to mark what's called the Wheel of the Year and the turning seasons through ritual. Our West London Green Spirit Group meetings, marking the eight festivals, enable me to do this. And this helps me to deepen my connection with the energy transitions that happen at the change of each season. I've been involved with all of this since the time before Green Spirit became Green Spirit. I was part of the Centre for Creation Spirituality, which brought the work of Matthew Fox to the UK. It was helpful to me to become involved again when the West London Green Spirit came into being as a local Green Spirit group, as part of the need I felt to heal the rift between earth-centred approaches to spirituality and Christianity as it had been practised. I find that the West London Green Spirit rituals usually do bridge that divide for me. It's so important that we acknowledge the crises of climate, biodiversity and the oceans in our West London Green Spirit events, although I'm also part of other groups where those aspects are focused on in more detail. Another key expression of my commitment to eco-spirituality comes from the St. James's Piccadilly Eco-Contemplative Liturgy Group, where we find ways to express our Christian faith within earth-centred rituals in the garden at St. James's, which is pictured in the photo you can see behind me. I'm going to read you, after a short pause, a piece written by one of the St. James's Eco-Liturgy group members, Alice Codner. It's called Talking About God, and I wonder if her expression of faith within the natural world chimes with some of you as Unitarians. Once I've read this to you, you'll hear the piece again, read by Alice herself with a video of a beautiful woodland setting. Talking about God. What are the right words for talking about God? Words that are fervent or glib evaporate in the morning sun. Even he or she is already far away. When I say the word love too loudly, I miss the soles of my feet on solid ground, plunging my fingers into fresh soil and the life oxygen that circulates my body, bringing tenderness, the flexibility of limbs relaxing, eyes meeting eyes that really see, really look. Please do not tell me to pray every day or fill my head with lists of requirements because they have nothing to do with the surprise of happenings closer than my own mind that are quiet, as deep as my belly and as sporadic as snow. What are the right words for talking about God? Stories that vanish beneath the force of certainty. Images that cannot be held. Softening. 
an evening primrose unfurling at sunset. A child vulnerable when the outburst is over. The settling of sand in water. An outbreath. Earth, word, being, whisper, nearness, silence. What are the right words for talking about God? Words that are fervent or glib evaporate in the morning sun. Even he or she is already far away. When I say the word love too loudly, I miss the soles of my feet on solid ground, plunging my fingers into fresh soil and the life oxygen that circulates my body, bringing tenderness, the flexibility of limbs relaxing, eyes meeting eyes that really see, really look. Please do not tell me to pray every day or fill my head with lists of requirements because they have nothing to do with the surprise of happenings closer than my own mind that are quiet, as deep as my belly and as sporadic as snow. What are the right words for talking about God? Stories that vanish beneath the force of certainty. Images that cannot be held. Softening. An evening primrose unfurling at sunset. A child vulnerable when the outburst is over. The settling of sand in water. An outbreath. Earth. Word, being, whisper, nearness, silence. Thank you. Thank you to Petra and to Alice for their words. And I have a, another member of St. James's to thank for these words I'm adapting now for our time of prayer and reflection. Diane Petiti has written these Beatitudes of St. James's Garden. And when I read them, they made me think of places where I feel a real spiritual connection with the earth. Some of us have this similar feeling in the uh, garden at the church in Kensington, Essex Church. Later in this meditative time, I ask you to think of a favourite place of yours, a favourite landscape. So I invite you now to ready yourself for this time of turning inwards for prayer and reflection. Let's take one of those lovely conscious breaths and sense a connection with with all that we hold to be of greatest worth. And as I speak, perhaps you'll be thinking of your own connection and interconnection with earth this day, how inextricably entwined we are all with all that is. Blessed are the waters of this fountain which cools even a scorching day with its sounds. Blessed are the unseen networks of fungi, which connect root to root, tree to tree. Blessed is the caterpillar feeding groundsel whose ordinary looking leaves will translate into fluttering bright wings.
Blessed are the sticky lime leaves, which give shade to humans and sap fluid to the green fly, who in turn provide honeydew to ants. Blessed is the rain which falls on this garden and is sculpted into living shapes by the plants. Blessed is the magnolia tree, which offers its own hymn of joy, bursting into huge blossoms above the heads of worshippers. Blessed are the oysters, which lived and breathed in tropical seas 144 million years ago. But now, they're part of the stone which supports our church. Blessed is the moss pushing through a crack in the paving, for it is so sensitive that it swells with a puff of moist breath. Blessed is the wood of the seats, which once fountained high with sap, and now provides rest for weary bodies. Blessed is the garden's community of insects, birds and animals, for whom it might be home and food birthing place and transforming grave. Let's take these images of one particular garden now into a quiet and meditative time, in which I invite you to think of a favorite place for you here on earth. Somewhere where you sense your connection, your intimate belonging to the earth, your individual self as part of all that is. Garden, a park, a favorite tree or a view from a window. And let us bless this place by our thinking of it by our imagining of it, by our honouring of it. Let us bless our Mother Earth home with our love. And our minute of silence will come to an end with an unannounced, beautiful video of a chant that some of you may know, you may like to join in with. The Earth is our mother. We must take care of her. The earth is our mother, we must take care of her. The earth is our mother, we must take care of her. 
the importance of maintaining and restoring biodiversity. Four, promotion of human awareness of the three principles I've just mentioned. The axle can represent the still point about which the wheel rotates. The still point or center is mysterious in theistic and non-theistic approaches. It is often associated with stillness and silence or quieter music, song or chanting and can be an ultimate reference point and source of love and energy. After this celebration, there will be time for chat when you could raise any comments or questions. Let's hope we can all learn from and be inspired by one another. Thank you for that, David. You might not be aware that the um, National Green Spirit Group produce videos for each of the Wheel of the Year festivals. And uh, we're now going to see the video that they've recently produced for Beltane. It tells of some of the Beltane traditions and um, you'll perhaps get a sense of how these are interwoven with May Day and, um, and with, of course, this spring season. This video lasts just a couple of minutes. I'm Chloe and I'm a member of the West London Green Spirit Steering Group helping to plan activities like this online gathering with Kensington Unitarians today. I want to tell you what got me interested in all of this. I was at a Sunday service led by Sarah a few years ago and in her sermon I heard these terms being used something like eco-theology and green spirituality. Immediately my ears pricked up. It really piqued my interest and I couldn't wait to make a note of it and go and research it a bit more. I thought, aha, this seems to be such a good fit, a really fitting label when I think about my approach to spirituality. And it massively spoke to my own thoughts about religion and the sacred. It's especially when I'm in nature that I feel a sense of something higher than me, a sense of connectedness. It's where I truly feel a sense of the divine. I guess it's my way of accessing the sacred. 
Being in nature reminds me of what it is to be interdependent. Nature needs us and we need nature. We are nature. When I'm immersed in the natural world and I come out of my head for even just a minute and I'm properly present in awe and wonder, witnessing and marvelling at the creation in front of my eyes, that's when I feel a sense of there's something greater than me at work here and I just feel at peace. So, discovering the ethos of Green Spirit has been eye-opening for me. A welcome enrichment in my life. It's so important for my emotional health, now that I'm learning to become attuned to the changing state of the natural world I am a part of. I'm becoming an active observer, a participant no longer oblivious to the shifts and cycles of nature happening around me whilst living in a concrete jungle. Now I'm noticing the shifts and cycles within myself. I'm learning to embrace the darkness as well as the light. All of this, living more in alignment with the rhythms of life, gives me a sense of rootedness. Green Spirit also focuses a lot on the wisdom and traditions of Celtic spirituality and the ancient Celtic ways of paying close attention to the land, kinship with the earth and reverence of creation. Exploring this inviting path, it resonates with me completely. I've come across a few writers that have become firm favourites. I've been building a little collection on my shelves. I really love the work of Glennie Kindred, Tess Ward and Caitlin Matthews. They all have a personal slant on these different traditions. Here's an invocation that I particularly like from Tess Ward's book, The Celtic Wheel of the Year. And I wonder if it speaks to you too. Life force of God, you make the sap to rise the swelling of bud to burst the sheaf. May we let the fruits of your spirit grow in us this day. Spirit of love, abide in our ears as we listen to stories different to our own. Spirit of joy, beam in our eyes as we meet the gaze of another. Spirit of peace, breathe through our attitude. Spirit of kindness, blow through the words we speak. Spirit of patience, breeze across our frustration before we say or act. Spirit of faithfulness, guard us when we're tempted to stray. Spirit of generosity, spill over in all we think or do or say. Spirit of gentleness, be fragrant in all our dealings with the world. Spirit of self-control, do not limit, but channel the abundance of your fruits. As we partake, in your transforming ways, blowing through this day. Hello, um, uh, I believe it's my time to share. So I'm going to, uh, my name's Ian Mole. I'm uh, involved with Green Spirit nationally. And I'm just going to do a screen share of my presentation. There we go. So I'm hoping you're now seeing a slide with green spirituality in the centre. Great, lovely. So I'm, uh, I just want to explain a short presentation, a bit about green spirituality and green spirit. The first thing to say is that uh, green, there is no guru or teacher or writer who says what green spirituality is. We all have our own response. Uh, and so this short talk is my response to green spirituality. If you have a different response, 
that is valid and useful and it's just as important. We're all here to share and learn from each other. So if I was to describe green spirituality uh, myself in just a short phrase, I would say we all belong to the living earth. We all belong to this amazing, evolving, beautiful planet. And we're here to support and encourage each other on our spiritual journey for the planet and all living beings. That's as simple as I can get it. Now, the interesting thing about green spirituality is that it can kind of be helpful to connect different spiritual traditions. And the important thing to say is that it's a win-win. So it helps people to deepen their own spirituality. So for instance, if you are Unitarian, you stay as a Unitarian, but green spirituality can help you deepen your Unitarianism. And in green spirituality or in green spirit, we can learn from Unitarians, as I've been learning today from all the beautiful and wonderful presentations this morning. So we overlap with radical forms of Christianity, as Petra talked, particularly as articulated by Matthew Fox. We also overlap quite a lot with Unitarians and Quakers. And I think that's because they're both non-creedal. They both have this open-mindedness, which we have in green spirituality. We're evolving and changing and adapting. We're not fixed. We overlap with the great traditions such as Buddhism, Islam and Judaism. They all have an earth-based aspect to them, uh, a nature-based rather aspect to them. And we overlap with that. Of course, we overlap or draw from paganism, shamanism, and indigenous traditions who have that very earth-centered approach. We do actually overlap with humanism. I've met and done uh, events with humanists, and I would say some of them are actually very spiritual. They would probably not like the word spirituality. I think it depends on your definition of what you mean by spirituality, but there is definitely an overlap with humanism. We draw from science. Science actually isn't a spiritual tradition. We could call it a wisdom tradition. It's a way of seeing the world and in some ways engaging with it, like, for instance, the science behind climate change. And of course, when I present this slide, people say, and you've forgotten about, so et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I've not yet come across a spiritual tradition that doesn't have an Earth-based aspect. There may be one, I don't know, but it's because we are all part of the Earth anyway spiritual traditions tend to have this earth-based aspect. And just before it might seem that we're trying to be all things to all people, we're not, of course, we're based on values such as truth, compassion, justice, interconnectedness, and so on. These are the values that underpin our spirituality. Green Spirit as an organization is a UK-based charity. We have a council and membership. We have a website there, greenspirit.org.uk. We have magazine and publications events during the year and some local groups around the country. So just a little bit about that. This is the Snowdonia retreat we go on most years in Green Spirit, a Celtic roundhouse at a place called Kaimabin with eco structures. And for me, this has a real feeling at home, a homecoming, if you like. I'm away from this mechanical city life with computers. I'm out in nature, feeling the natural flow of my own energy and connecting with the earth, the natural world and each other on this at this event. At our annual gatherings, we uh, always have rituals where we come together and celebrate the earth, as you're doing today. We have walking breaks. This is one of our walking breaks, I think, in Shropshire, uh, celebrating and connecting with the earth. We have an activist element. This is on a climate change march where we support uh, the changes uh, in, uh, to try and promote responses to climate change. And we particularly support creativity. Uh, this is music. We support, uh, encourage people to do art or dance or poetry. And that's uh, one thing we particularly emphasize in our spirituality. As I said, we have magazine and publications. We have a free newsletter, which you can sign up to if you want, at our website, greenspirit.org.uk, which has a lot of other resources. And I've just given you such a small glimpse of green spirituality. Green spirituality is holistic. So it covers so many different areas. And it's something that excites me about green spirituality. I'm not stuck in one subject. You can go through so many different subjects and draw from them and your response for green spirituality. So let me finish where I start off to say, for me, green spirituality is to say that we all belong to the living earth, whether we're white or black or African or uh, Christian or Muslim or uh, agnostic or atheist, whoever we are, we're all here to belong and share and support each other to make our world ever more beautiful, sustainable, creative, loving and exciting place to be. 
And if you want to know more, there's a book called Green Spirit Path to New, New Consciousness, which goes in a lot more depth, and a shorter book called What is Green Spirituality, which you can find on our website there. And you can also contact me through that website on the Contact Us page. Happy to talk about Green Spirit and Green Spirituality if you want. So there you go. Uh, I'm going to stop my share. And thank you so much for inviting me and beautiful service. I've enjoyed it so much. Thank you. Ian, you're a smashing speaker, and um, that really was a, a lovely whistle-stop introduction to Green Spirit and um, really interesting insight into um, some of what that organisation gets involved with. And I really like your suggestion that there are so many valuable ways for Green Spirit and Unitarian groups to work together. Um, I'm going to recommend that all of us immediately rush out and join Green Spirit. It's a great organization with so many resources and truly it has the best calendar ever. And um, yeah, perhaps more important even than the calendar is the, that emphasis, that absolute underlining that um, we are all one with the earth and uh, we would live better if we could get on in that way. So we're now going to uh, invite you to sing um, a more traditional hymn together. The words are going to appear on our screens in a bit and we can all sing along safe in the knowledge that we're going to be muted or just sit back and enjoy the words and the music. This hymn, it's, um, it's called Earth Was Given as a Garden. Um, we won't all um, be in accord with its theology perhaps, but I think we're all going to appreciate its message that it would be a good idea for us all to live once more in harmony. Um, this is actually a recording of us singing this hymn in Essex Church building. So there's the customary rustling and coughing in the background at the start. And for those of you with sharp ears, you'll hear me at the end telling everyone to sit down. I don't know why the congregation had perhaps all broken out into lively dancing.
my thanks today go to uh, John Davis and Hannah for hosting today's Zoom gathering. It's really much appreciated. Thank you to Marilisa for finding us three lovely Earth-based chants for today's gathering and to all our other contributors today, David Carter, Petra Griffiths, Chloe Harewood and Ian Mole. Thanks to all of you for being here and do stay at the uh, end of the service if you've got time, get a cup of tea and uh, have a chat with us. A few announcements. Uh, next week's service here on Zoom will be led by the Reverend Michael Allurid, longtime friend of this congregation and someone who really deserves the MBE he was awarded for his work to support young people in the care system. He's a thoroughly good egg. Two congregation members have movement classes to invite us to. Hannah is uh, offering Monday tea time yoga classes online and Sonia is offering Nia dance classes. They're both online and in person at the church, Sonia's classes. Both of you I know are great teachers and I know that your classes are going to be accessible for everyone. Jane Blackall, our ministry coordinator, is taking a well-deserved uh, holiday but heart and soul sessions continue online and they're a great opportunity to connect more deeply with others. The church coffee morning, I'm not sure if it managed to happen this last Tuesday, but it is definitely going to happen this coming Tuesday at 10.30 and great conversation is guaranteed. The social outing to the Stonehenge exhibition at the British Museum, 11th of May at 11 a.m., Tickets are £20 each, but we may have some free or reduced price tickets, so don't let the price put you off. And there are six of us booked in already, so perhaps just another two places available now, so email me if you're interested. And finally, a big thank you to everyone who's made a donation recently to help church funds. That really is appreciated. And equally, appreciations winging their way to our many volunteers who quietly get on with all that needs doing in any community. I hope you all know who you are. So now we have our closing words, followed by a chant sung to us again by Marilisa. You might like to go to gallery view now for the closing words so we can see one another if your device allows. And so, I've extinguished this chalice flame, but not the warmth of our community, nor our passion to live in right relationship with one another and with our planet Earth home. Let us work tirelessly to reclaim our earthiness through loving our own bodies and the bodies of others and loving our Earth fiercely, knowing that upon her our life depends. Let us work passionately to reclaim our fieriness through living our truths and protecting all that is in need of our care. Let us work flowingly to reclaim our wateriness through tasks of cleansing and renewal. Let us work lightly to reclaim our airiness knowing that our voices must be heard in support of justice and right living. And let us walk upon this earth this day as an act of reverence and gratitude for life itself and for the living of it, in good company with one another and with all living beings. Amen. Go well, all of you, and blessed be. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. I, 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 I,
The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The water return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water return, 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 return.